The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Victor Armand. You know, I was almost said the Victor Armandaris show. <laughs> Which maybe that's a foreshadow to what's come this year. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, but this is the On Point with Victor show. Welcome. Welcome to 2024. Welcome to 2024. And I, I, listen, somewhere Al Gore is sitting, sitting somewhere, uh, relishing in his millions and millions that he's made off of you idiots. <laughs> I, I should. You know what? I'm not going to start off the year that way. I'm going to start off nice. You people who are pleasantly fooled by people like Al Gore who have made him rich off his climate change scam and climate this and global warming scam and whatever else they call it. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to be nice. Look, it's a new year. This is It's a new year. It's the first show of the new year. And so I'm going to start this off right. We're going to be positive. <laughs> but listen, 2024 is here. It came in with, without a hitch. And somewhere Al Gore is sitting uh, in his, uh, I don't know, maybe it's a 30,000 square foot mansion or maybe it's a smaller mansion. I don't know, but he lives in a mansion and he has more than one, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and he's just relishing in all kinds of money. Al Gore doesn't have to worry about uh, uh, recession, the Biden uh, economy. He doesn't have to worry about Bidenomics that, that just sucks. No, he doesn't because so many of you out there have been fooled and you've been sucked into this cultist uh, climate religion that you made Al Gore rich. And you know what? Somebody needs to get in front of Al Gore and give him a verbal kick in the nads. Uh, I said verbal. I'm not calling for violence, <laughs> but somebody needs to give him a verbal beatdown because Al Gore said, I mean, it must be 20, 30 years now where he said we only have 10 years left or eight years or 12 years. You know, they change it all the time. But according to Al Gore, we shouldn't exist. Uh, listen, folks, it is snowing right now in places uh, that it's been snowing since before Christmas. And Al Gore said they'd never see snow again. Okay, you have to understand. You're not going to hear this on the media. You're not going to hear uh, MSNBC or CNN or or any other pretty much news station uh, to review this. I mean, this should be the first thing they talk about uh, here this week, this first week of 2024. Every newscast or or should have a segment, and 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 honestly, all my fellow conservative hosts, they should have a segment on their show this week. Let's recap. What kind of crap did Al Gore predict for the past how many years? And not just Al Gore. I mean, come on. Little Greta, the actress. You know Greta, the actress. You know the media. And get, listen, to folks, think, think about this for a moment. The media will, and, and Democrats and other people will put a teenage actress wall to wall on, I mean, 24-7 news and and re- regurgitate the mess that she said. I mean, this girl reads a script. She's an actress. I promise you, anytime before Greta gets up and does her little climate whining, that she looks in front of a mirror and she recites it first, and not just in front of a mirror. I'm sure she does in front of her parents, who I think I believe are also actors. Uh, she's probably got acting coaches. There's not. Come on, January sixth committee <laughs> had acting coaches and a freaking ABC. I believe it was an ABC producer or a Hollywood producer. Uh, may not have been an ABC, but it was a Hollywood producer. These people are putting on a show for you. 
And, and so you've got Al Gore, you've got Greta, the teenage actress, who again, the media will put wall to wall and regurgitate what she says, what she reads, the, the, the acting that she does, they will regurgitate 24-7 like it was the gospel. What, what, whatever comes out of Greta, the actress's mouth is somehow gospel. But then they will ignore scientists after scientists after scientists, uh, private scientists, I might add, not a government paid scientist. But uh, even the the guy who founded uh, Greenpeace, even the guy who founded the Weather Channel, I believe it was that guy. Uh, there's several people out there that have the credibility that should be listened to that will look at your face and tell you that what the government is saying about climate change, what Greta's saying, what Al Gore is saying is a scam. They will tell you that they're, you're, you're being scammed. But the media won't put those people, the actual people who have credibility, you know, actual scientists that have credibility. In the private sector, these people have credibility, but you're never going to hear. But you're going to you're going to get wall to wall coverage from from Greta, the teenage actress, and Al Gore, the has been politician who couldn't beat George Bush. I, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, it, it, this is something really, truly that just should be. Everybody should be talking about this this week because this is the first week of 2024. Here we are, January 2nd, 2024. We were told we weren't going to make it to 1996. No, I'm sorry. 19, we weren't going to make it past 1999 into 2000. No, we were told that. Here it is, 2024. How many times or how long? Let me put it this way. How long will you sycophants out there for the Democrat Party? How long will you cultists stay part of the climate change cult? How long will you put up with being lied to? Lied to. You're, you're part of a cult that's telling you that you're going to die. You're part of a cult. And some of you are even allowing your kids to, to be abused by having teachers and government officials and Greta the actress tell them that they're not going to live to see 16 years old or, or 18 years old or, or to be 21 to have a drink. Some of you parents out there that are, are, you think you're so woke. You're allowing your kids to be abused by allowing them to live in fear. They're li- they're not having a normal preteen life. They're not having a normal teenage life because you're allowing their heads to be full of fear that they're not going to live to see next year because they're going to burn to death. Look, I stepped outside this morning. It was 29 freaking degrees. <laughs> I'll take a little global warming because I don't like this cold weather. Uh, look, folks, listen, I joke, I laugh, I have fun with this. But this is a serious matter. It's a serious matter when you're allowing kids to be abused by government officials and teenage, uh, I'm sorry, and teacher union goons to fill your head, your kids' heads full of fear. Your child shouldn't wake up any day or, or at night with a nightmare because they don't think they're going to live to see the age of 16 or they don't think they're going to live to see 21 because you go drive them to school in a gas powered vehicle or you go buy some st- <laughs> I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. You go drive a nice $100,000 EV and then your kid, you have to bundle your kid up in extra blankets in the back because you can't run the heater because when it's 20 degrees outside, your battery is being zapped by the cold. It's being zapped by whatever power that car is running, including the heater. Lady, ladies and gentlemen, I, how many videos is it going to take? <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to do this. I'm going to go down an EV wormhole and I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. But, li- but listen, how many, how many videos is it going to take of EV owners out there who are disgruntled and pissed off because they were either lied to by the dealership or they were lied to by the government or, or some, some official or some EV, uh, pamphlet 
that they were going to go into a dealership, buy this nice, fancy EV battery car. Somehow it's supposed to be zero emissions, please. That car, your EV, has spit out more emissions than a gas-powered vehicle by the time that thing gets to your driveway. I mean, it's, it's but you don't even have to drive that EV uh, before it's put out more emissions than a gas car will put out in 10 years plus. Um, you can look this stuff up, folks. It's out there. You can look this stuff up. But how many videos is it going to take of disgruntled EV owners for you to realize that uh, you're, you're just not going to be happy unless you live in a unless you live in the Democrat dream in the in the in the authoritarian dream where all of you peasants live within a fifteen a fifteen mile zone uh, where it's fifteen miles maximum you're in your district sounds a little hunger gameish doesn't it? Listen, folks, this is where your Democrat Party wants to take this country. You're in a 15-mile zone where you can get to all your needs in 15 miles or less. Now, if you're in that kind of living, uh, your little EV will be just great (laughs) until they turn the power off. Uh, I mean, it's just... Oh my goodness, folks! It's so silly. But but there was a uh, I I get a kick out of watching some of these videos. I saw a video the other day. This guy goes into an Audi dealership and he and he gets talked into buying a, a oh it's a great deal on a, on an Audi EV, and now he's so pissed off because he said he was lied to, because he gets in his EV to go on a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> and now the Audi is fancy. I will give you this. It's a fancy smancy EV. It's nice. It's got some nice technology. Uh, he was able to get in this EV and it gets cold. So he turns on the heat. Well, the battery, the Audi has a battery indicator. And every time you turn on another, uh, uh, the radio, uh, the, the, the heater, your headlights, your white, whatever you're turning on, it'll show you on the battery indicator, you just lost 20%. You're going to lose 30%. You just lost whatever percentage of your driving range. And he's looking at this going, what the hell? If I play my radio, I have the heater on, I use some windows or I do this and do that. Suddenly my 250 mile range is 170 mile range. Uh, that's the reality, folks. And listen, if you want that reality, knock yourself out. There are some nice-looking EVs out there. The technology is really cool. I will give you that. But don't go buying an EV thinking that you're going to have the same luxury and the same same uh, uh, driving road trip happiness that you do in a gas-powered vehicle because you're not. You're not. And the EV is going to end up costing you more. I mean, there was an article out the other day about how much these more of these things are costing than the average gas guzzling vehicle. Uh, <laughs> listen, if you want something that gives you uh, a whole bunch of gas mileage and, and you want to, to be the friendliest you can be to, if that's your thing to the environment because you're worried about gas vehicles, um, you, then you should go get a hybrid. A hybrid is the way to go. Hybrid, the Prius hybrid is probably the best one on on the market. Uh, it's probably if you're really concerned about gas mileage, the Toyota Prius is probably the car for you. That's probably the best car you can buy. If your only concern with is going A to B and getting there with the most most efficiency as possible without the dangers of running out of gas of 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 running out of battery power and getting stranded on the side of the road or having to sit in line to plug in somewhere uh, because you can't continue your road trip until you get a charged battery. If you're concerned with those things, Toyota Prius, that's the way to go. That is the way to go. Um, you'll get, my goodness, you can get 50 plus miles to the gallon in one of those things. Uh, it, you know, I, I will still downshift when I pass you in your Prius. Uh, I will. 
I'll downshift, um, and I'll rev match when I pass you uh, in your Prius. But I will tell you this: it is a, it's a, it's it's a nice, it's an awesome vehicle, folks. It really is. <laughs> so I can um, just telling you, I'm trying to do a service here to the beginning of 2024. I'm, I'm just really a good service here from the On Point with Victor show. So, but anyway, folks, listen. That's my point here. 2024. I hope you rang it in with with a good good celebration. Whether whether you are at home with family, um, you know. Listen, I I don't really. I make a point not to go out and get into the hecticness that uh, that is New Year's Eve. Um, I cook out for the family. Uh, we have some good steak and chicken and and other side items, and uh, we sit around and have a good time. And uh, then we watch some. Uh, you know, listen. I we used to be able to sit and turn on and have a really good New Year's Eve show, but the crap that they're putting out now that they're they're calling New Year's Eve shows. Holy cow! I was flipping back and forth between five or four or five different. New Year's Eve shows, and uh, they're not getting better. Unfortunately, they're getting worse. Um, I, you know, I don't know what to tell you, folks. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, it was fun. I was able to. We, we still had a good time, just hanging out and counting down. And then uh, I am lucky enough to live near one of the best fire show, firework shows that I've ever seen. So, uh, and all I have to do is go as far as my porch. Uh, so it's pretty amazing, pretty amazing. All right, folks, listen, this is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz, the Mexican, not afraid to be American. And we will be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. And again, welcome to 2024, where we're not all burning up on the surface of the earth. Amazing, isn't it? Amazing. Uh, where's AOC? Hey, I want Peter Ducey at some point to please get in front of AOC or some journalist with an ounce of uh, courage uh, or some gonads. Find AOC and ask her why we aren't all burning alive right now. I mean, it was AOC that uh, 20, I don't know, maybe it was, I don't know where we are. But I don't know, 10 or so years ago, she said that uh, uh, we we wouldn't last, we, we weren't going to be around. We only had 10 years or 12 years. Uh, well, we're pretty much there and we're still doing fine. We're absolutely doing fine. I still drive my big gas guzzling v8 truck and we're doing fine so listen i please it's 2024 you guys are looking for 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 a new year's eve resolution or something listen let me let me let me give you some suggestions um you should make 2024 a happy year and if you're going through life being angry an angry democrat or an angry liberal uh which honestly you shouldn't even call yourself a liberal because liberals believe in freedom and choice and and you guys don't so, uh, but if you're going through life, if you've been going through life as an angry Democrat or an angry Republican establishment person, 
or 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 just uh, an angry socialist. Um, why don't you make 2024 different? Try something different. Try to be happy. Smile. When you pass people on the street, smile. When you see somebody get out of an SUV, smile at them. <laughs> Stop trying to want to uh, harm them because they drive a bigger vehicle than you do. Uh, because honestly, I think it comes down to some of that. Maybe you guys, I, I don't know. I don't know. But but try to take a, 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 a an exodus from your climate cult. And, and, and find something else to give your life meaning. If you're turning to government and making that your religion, if you're turning to the climate and making that your religion, oh my gosh, please do me a favor. Do me a favor. Find an Andy Stanley church or, or find a non-denominational church in your area and just go visit it. You don't even have to go to a service. Just go visit the church. Go visit. Go go walk through and see the grounds because they're going to be beautiful grounds. They're going to be nice people. People are going to want to talk to you. They're going to. It's. It, they'll smile at you, and you'll see people that are happy. Try that, because that's going to be a lot better than your climate religion. It's going to go a lot better than your government religion. It's going to put you in a lot better place. Now, listen. I I'm not telling you that you 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 have to go. I'm just telling you try something different. It's 2024. If you've been living your life angry, if you wake up angry and you go to sleep angry, try something different for 2024. If you have to change your friend groups, listen, folks, there's nothing more important than family and nothing more important than friends. And if you've got friends that are that are constantly negative and they're 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 mean people or they're ugly people or um, or if you've got friends that support Hamas, <laughs> you need to depart from them. Find new friends. Find new friends. You, you, there's lots of places to go, but try to find some positive people to to be around. Uh, I am telling you, when 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 you're around positivity and you decide, and you have to make a choice, ladies and gentlemen, you have to make a choice. I, I believe it or not, when you wake up angry every day and you go to bed angry every day, you're making that choice to do so. You're making that choice, and 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 understand and trust me in this. Trust me in this. The world is not going to end in five years or ten years. And if the world does end, it's because it was meant to be. <laughs> it ain't going to be because of of, of uh, the climate or anything like that, ladies and gentlemen. Just just trust me on this. This world is not going to function without fossil fuels. Not yesterday, not today, and not tomorrow. And not anywhere in the near future. This world will not function without fossil fuels. You cannot live. You, you, the, 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 the tires you're driving on, the things that built your car, the machinery that built your car, the machinery that, that builds everything in your house, everything, everything you come in contact with has been put together somehow, some way by fossil fuels. <laughs> I mean, it's just a fact. Even your greenest of the greenest of the green products somewhere, it's either child labor or it's some kind of fossil fuel machinery that's making that stuff because most of it's coming from China. And China's laughing their tails off. They're laughing their tails off. So, I mean, wow. There's lots of things we can get to. So, again, folks, listen. This is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz, the Mexican not afraid to be American. This is the On Point with Victor show, as I said, on the America's Web radio station. Uh, listen, there's lots of things coming for 2024, folks. We've got we've got high, tremendous high hopes for this show. Um, it's been growing like crazy. 2023 was amazing. Thank you to all of your listeners. I I just I cannot thank you guys enough. You are making uh, this this show. Uh, just a, a a massive 
show. Um, and we're growing this podcast and we have to grow this podcast. So, uh, you guys have asking me all the time, when am I filling in next for, for another radio show? When am I filling in for one of the big guys? Well, the only way I can fill in for one of the big guys is if you guys keep making my podcast grow. So if you're listening to me now, you got to let other people know. And if you're listening to me later, you got to let other people know. You've got to spread the word about the podcast, spread the word, the On Point with Victor show, On Point with Victor show, uh, because the more numbers that we drive, the more people we get to follow and download this podcast, the more fill-ins I will be doing uh, for the big guys. Uh, and then before you know it, you may find me on one of your local FM stations or AM stations. Who knows? But this is a big year. This is a big year. So, um, we've got, we've got lots of plans and things in the, in the, in the making. So, um, my goodness, folks, let's, uh, you, I, again, thank you in, uh, a lot. I can't thank you enough, but we're going to need more. We're going to need more. We're going to need, I need you listeners to spread the word. I need you guys putting it out, not just word of mouth. I need you to put it on social media, all of your social medias, everything. I need you guys to do whatever you need to do, tag, uh, make posts, something about the On Point with Victor show so more people can find out about this. And let's face it, more people need to hear what I have to say. I mean, it's just fact. So, but no, listen, I really appreciate it, folks. But, and, and we need more sponsors, ladies and gentlemen. We, we can't do this for free as much as I would like to, but we can't. Look, I'm not trying to get rich off of this. Um, we'll wait till, uh, some massive, massive, uh, network picks me up and they can make me rich. But right now we, we just need to survive. And, and so anybody out there who can become a patron, go to americaswebradio.com, americaswebradio.com. I don't care if you're doing $5 a month, $10 a month, $50 a month. It all helps for the creation of this show. Um, listen, uh, producer Brett and David, uh, ownership David, the legend Dave, these are amazing people. And, and if it weren't for them, we wouldn't have this show. And, uh, they've got some bills to pay. So we, we really, we really need the help. So anybody that, bec- that can become a patron, please do so. Go to americaswebradio.com. You can sign up to be a patron of the On Point with Victor show for as little as a dollar a month, five dollars, ten, whatever it is you could afford. Um, it would be greatly appreciated. And if you've got a business, Listen, folks, I, we do advertising here. So you've heard me do some live reads. You've heard some advert recorded ads. You hear them all the time. Um, and we're taking on more. And so if you're out there with a business, you can be an advertiser sponsor of the On Point with Victor show or the Locked and Loaded show or the Veteran show or, or the Classic Car show, whatever you want. There's lots of choices here at America's Web Radio. And, uh, we're not as expensive as, uh, all the other places. So you, your, your dollar can go a long way here. So, all right. So, um, thank you, folks. So, I we are uh, a day or two into 2024, and uh, man, I listen, folks. We'll I, we'll get to uh, the the lay of the land because Joe Biden ended 2023 with the lowest lowest approval ratings of I think any president going into an election year, and now he started 2024 with the lowest approval ratings of any president starting an election year. Um, Joe Biden is not in a good place, not just mentally, but but politically, Joe Biden, the dementia patient, is not in a good place. And even worse than him, and for some reason, I well, I got a theory. I have a theory, but it seems like the Democrats just don't understand how bad Kamala is. And part of the dementia patient's problem is that people are looking at him going, he ain't going to make it another four, another year, let alone four years. That's what people think. This is what the American voter thinks. They think the dementia patient's not going to make it. And then they look who's behind him. As bad as Joe Biden, the dementia patient is, nobody wants Kamala Harris. And I mean, nobody wants Kamala Harris. 
And somehow it just seems like the Democrats don't get this, but I, I tend to think that they're still on their game plan and their game plan all along was, was for, for Trump to be the nominee. And that because see right now, these are nice polls for Trump right now. Trump's never had polls like this, but you've got to understand something right now. Trump's still a hypothetical candidate. So what happens when he becomes the actual candidate? And I think that's what the Democrats are banking on. The Democrats are banking that, that they can go in, we can go into 2024, into June, July, whatever. And, and when it's a hard campaign, and what I mean by that is, is it is definitely Donald Trump is the dominee and he's definitely facing Joe Biden and they're campaigning that the Democrats somehow think that they can hide Joe Biden and that the CNN and MSNBC and ABC and CBS and NBC and PBS and NPR will all do the bidding for the Democrats. They're going to campaign for Joe Biden and they're going to go wall to wall telling you that Donald Trump is the devil. Donald Trump is killing democracy. Donald Trump is killing the world. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. And they're going to try and, and, and just really, really overwhelm you with Donald Trump around the clock so that you get sick of him. And they're hoping that because, look, it worked in 2020. But the difference is, and here's what I don't think they're calculating. The difference is, believe it or not, even though Joe Biden has done nothing in his life but be a, a leech on the uh, taxpayer by being in government since he was 10 years old, uh, look, Joe Biden's been in government all his life. But even though, even though still he had never been president. And so in 2020, he was the unknown. Donald Trump was the big bad devil wolf, whatever, uh, who, who, uh, locked people down and blah, 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 China virus, China virus, blah, blah, blah. They put all that on Trump. And too many of you people listened and too many of you people believed the lies. And, uh, but, but, but you turned to Joe Biden and you believed, oh, he's been, he's been the, 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 the lovable grandfather in the Senate. He's the lovable grandfather that's been in politics all his life. And, uh, he, he represents the norm. Let's go back to the norm. So you guys voted for Joe Biden. We'll see the difference now in 2024. Joe Biden is not an unknown. Even though he shouldn't have been an unknown to anybody in 2020, he was still an unknown because he had never been president. And they whitewashed his record and they convinced so many of you voters out there that he would go back to the norm of what the Washington, D.C. norm. Uh, big government, big spending, the Santa Claus party. We're going to give you everything, uh, but things will be normal. It won't be chaotic as they tried to make with Trump. The difference is in 2024, the biggest difference is Joe Biden is not an unknown commodity anymore. Everybody knows what a bad president he is. Everybody knows how bad Bidenomics is. Everybody knows right now because every voter that's going to vote this year was alive when Donald Trump was president. They were living a lot better. The economy was a lot better. We had no wars, no new wars. Donald Trump was actually a pretty darn good foreign policy president. He had peace happening in North Korea, peace happening in the Middle East, and we weren't being attacked. And uh, now you can't say that about Joe Biden. The dementia patient has got us into uh, a couple of new wars, and he's got us on the brink of nuclear war, a brink brink of conflict conflict with Russia, conflict with China. I mean, it's it's unbelievable the damage that Joe Biden has done, and people know this, voters know this, so. This is not going to be a 2024 election is not going to be like 2020. Um, they're not going to be able to hide Biden and, and let Biden be the unknown commodity. Joe Biden has a record now, and it's not a good one. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the On Point with Victor Show.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. Are you a veteran of Desert Shield or Desert Storm? We do a show for you every Monday at 1 p.m. on veteran-owned, americaswebradio.com. On August 8, 2022, in violation of the Fourth Amendment, the FBI performed a most egregious search of a former president's home. The Fourth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution provides that the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched, and the persons or things to be seized. The Fourth Amendment originally enforced the notion that each man's home is his castle, secure from unreasonable searches and seizures of property by the government. We must take a stand, and take back our country. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. So... We've got great listeners. I mean, you listeners are just awesome. And this just cracks me up. So one listener from, I believe, Duluth, uh, I believe Duluth, Georgia, this listener just chimed in. And uh, <laughs> what a great point. So even the clothes you wear require fossil fuels <laughs> to make. <laughs> so, so, and we know that Democrats don't want people walking around nude because if you were walking around nude, then you would know what gender they are because they're two genders. And see, the Democrats, they just don't want you to realize there are two genders because there's 162 genders according to them. So, uh, that's nah, just a great point. Great point by, uh, <laughs> by the listener out there. And then another listener chimed in <clears throat> from, uh, I believe Marietta, Georgia. And, uh, and this listener made a great, great point. Uh, all of the, uh, <laughs> all of these items that you guys are buying, uh, I mean, come on. We all do it because so much stuff is being made in China. This stuff is coming over from China, including your precious EV batteries. They're coming over on a diesel powered ship. <laughs> So if you cut off the fossil fuels, how are you going to get your, your precious little battery over here to power your EV? Because even if you've got an EV now that's already got a battery, the day is going to come when you're going to have to change that battery. And where's it coming from? It's coming from child labor, China. And how does it get here? On a big ship. And the last I checked, as this caller from Marietta, Georgia, so astutely points out, those ships aren't coming over here with under the power of a windmill or the power of solar panels. They're coming over here with big, fat, heavy smoke bellowing diesel engines ships. <laughs> and if they and once they reach land, they're most of this stuff is going to be put on a train. Then how's that train moving? It ain't moving with magnetics, and it ain't moving with a solar panel on it, and it ain't moving with with a bunch of windmills on it. 
It's a big fat diesel <laughs> huffing and puffing engine. <laughs> oh my gosh, you listeners are great. You're just making my day. This this is the way to start 2024. Um, making liberals cry and listen, and Democrats cry and and the climate cult. I I hope I hope I didn't just send a bunch of you climate cultists uh, to your. Well, I was about to say something bad, but I'm not going to do it. I am not going to do it. This I'm going to be nice on this first show of 2024. Uh, we'll just say that we, we – oh, man. I really want to say what I was going to say, but I can't. I just can't because it's just not nice. Uh, I'm not going to do it. We'll just call it a cry closet. We just hope we didn't send them all to the cry closet at one time um, because I don't want – I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. All right. So uh, – but that – I mean, come on, folks. I, and that's – listen, if you want to see a, a liberal blow their mind or a Democrat or, or give them a hard time, explain to them. Explain to them that their precious batteries for their EVs and all the other stuff that they that they get, it's coming over here on diesel-powered ships, and then they're going on diesel-powered trains. <laughs> so, um, listen, the world's not going to – and you, you – really really need for all of you Harvard people and all of you academics out there who think you're so smart you think you're so smart and all of you college pinheads who think you know everything and you think you're so smart then you explain to me how this world could function without fossil fuels you explain to me and don't give me this business of that that the peasants can't have fossil fuels that only the elitist only and you think you're going to be that academic elite because you just want the academic elite and the politi- the political elite and their families. Because let me, let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. The elite in this country, which, which, which is Washington DC, these people, Republican and Democrat alike, they will never, ever, ever be without fossil fuels. They will never, ever be without gasoline or jet fuel. They will never, ever be without their private jets. Because they don't want to mix with the likes of you. You're the peasant. They're not. And for all of you smart, nosed, heads full of mush uh, college kids who think you're going to be part of that group, you're not. There's not room for all of you in the elitist, well, you guys like to call it the one percenters. Well, there's not room for all of you in the one percenters. <laughs> so um, you people got to wake up. I mean, for you, you Gen Zers who think you're so freaking smart, you better start waking up and better start analyzing and thinking. Uh, my goodness, some of you Gen Zers out there are actually walking around saying that there needs to be an end to farming. If we end farming, where do you bozos think you're going to get your food when you walk down the street because you live in a in a 15 mile block area because you're 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 obeying your master authoritarian democrats in in your stupid democrat cities and they want you confined they want you on top of each other so when you're walking a block to get to your grocery store where do you think they're getting their food you don't get food without farming i don't care if they tell if they're telling you they can make just snap their fingers and generate meat, fake meat. And who knows how much cancer that's going to cause. And your fake chicken and your whatever it is that you think they can make in a freaking machine. Listen, I know. I know, Listen, I like sci-fi movies. I love sci-fi movies. But I'm smart enough to know there's no such thing as a food generator. I can't go walk up to the wall and say, make me an ice cream sundae and voila, there it is. Doesn't happen, folks. It ain't going to happen. 
Um, so uh, you Gen Zers, I don't know how you've become so misinformed, and I'm trying to be nice because I ought to just say what it is, object stupidity. But you Gen Zers who are so misinformed and, and you're out there thinking you know everything and that farming needs to stop because of your precious climate religion? <laughs> oh, my goodness. No. You can go find your fake food or whatever you want, but uh, no. We, we, we can't. <laughs> you want to see famine? You, oh my god. You know what? I'm not even going to lower my, it's, it's like I lose IQ points when I start trying to explain things to Gen Zers. It's just, it's painful sometimes. And you know what? Stupidity should be painful. And you Gen Zers, you keep going the way you're going. Your stupidity is going to become very painful. <laughs> it is not going to be a good life for you guys. It's just not. Um, oh my goodness. So, you know what? I was speaking of EVs and I just saw this story. Um, <clears throat> I'm tell, I'm, folks, I don't make this stuff up. I really don't. And I don't seek out these stories. They just seem to find me. Uh, but there was a dude who went out and bought an EV motorcycle. Uh, now I am a motorcycle, uh, fanatic, I guess you could say. I, 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 it is my passion. I have been riding motorcycles since I was eight years old. And, um, and I can look, I've seen the EVs come out. I hardly tried to make one. I believe they put the kibosh on it now because nobody wanted it. Um, it's a neat thing. I, I mean, it's like a golf cart with two wheels. I mean, it's cool technology that they're making, but it's not, no, um, no motorcycle gang of mine is going to be on electric. <laughs> bikes. <laughs> I mean, no. But anyway, there was a guy that went out and bought the EV bike. He went out and bought one of those EV motorcycles. And, uh, and, and folks, this is on video. You can find it. He was riding this thing and it caught fire while he was riding. The battery got so hot, they started melting the motorcycle and he was able to pull off the road and then he just dropped the bike and it engulfed in flames. That's your EV motorcycle. Now, and your EV cars are, are some of those are burning up. I see videos all the time. I, I'm just saying, folks, we, we aren't at the place yet where the technology is really there for this stuff. So there's going to be problems. And, uh, I, I just can't help but laugh because so many of you are listening to the authoritarian left, the authoritarian Democrats who are trying to tell you what to own, what to buy, what to live in, what to drive, what to eat. Uh, when to take shots. Your authoritarian Democrats are telling you what kind of stove you could have, what kind of washing machine you could have, what kind of HVAC system you can have. The authoritarian Democrat Party of today is trying to run every aspect of your life. And we don't have the technology on a lot of these things to, to, to be at the point where, where you, you can really abide by the stupid restrictions that they're putting on people, but I mean, look, I'm not going to, I've already talked about this enough, but it's, you better wake up, folks. You better wake up. Now, speaking of fires, <laughs> I, speaking of fires, man, 2024 is just starting off with a literal bang. Um, what is going on with Japan Airlines? What is going on with Japan, Japan Airlines? So a 777 landed in Tokyo and upon landing, Burst into flames. Now, I don't – listen, I don't know why. There's rumors that it hit another airplane, but I have not seen – I have not seen that confirmed. And honestly, if it hit another plane, I think they would know it by now. So I'm not so sure I'm buying that. So I don't know what's going on, but uh, this plane landed in Tokyo, and, uh, and, and it burst in flames. Now, the good thing is – now, here's the good thing. Where do I – I have it in my notes. 379 – 
379 passengers were saved. So 379 passengers were able to, uh, were able to get off that plane. So kudos to Japan Airlines, uh, because they, I, I, I mean, folks, this could have been a lot worse. So, I mean, the, the, the really, really good news, and this needs to be stressed, is that 379 people got off that plane. So kudos to the flight attendants, to the staff, to the pilots, whatever that, that they did on that plane to get these people off. They were able to get these people off. So, I mean, it, it really is amazing. But, but now we need to find out why, why was this plane, uh, or how did this plane burst into flames upon landing? How, how, I mean, did it hit another plane? I mean, I don't know. Like I said, there's rumors that it hit another plane, but I think they would know that by now. But, uh, but it's just, I, I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy, but my goodness, thank God that all 379 passengers were able to get off that plane. Now look, they had some injuries. Um, in fact, I think the, they have one person that had severe burns, but still, all the people, all the passengers and the crew survived this plane. And I, and folks, when I tell you it, it's in, engulfed, engulfed in flames, it was engulfed in flames. You can look up the video. I mean, this is, this is a sight to see. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, so I, I want to know what happened and I'm sure Boeing wants to know what happened because Boeing can't really, uh, Boeing can't afford to, uh, have, uh, any more safety issues <laughs> with their airplanes. Let's just face it. Uh, but man, what's going on with Japan Airlines? Because folks, it wasn't, my gosh, I think in, uh, in 2013, there was a, a similar thing happened. Uh, a, a Japan, Japan Airlines uh, was a 787 that landed and it caught on fire. Uh, and then not too long ago, I think five years ago, a similar, another similar incident happened to Japan Airlines. So Japan Airlines is, and, and you know, that, that company is actually going through financial, um, restructuring. And, uh, boy, when you have fires breaking out on your airplanes, um, I don't know if financial restructuring is going to save Japan Airlines, but hopefully, I mean, look, I, I hope they get it together and figure out what's going on. But, um, Man, when you have an, uh, a 787 that lands and catches on fire, uh, and then you have a 777 that lands and catches on fire, uh, I don't know. We've got to figure out what's going on with Japan Airlines. All right, folks, we got to take another break. Don't you go anywhere. We will be right back. This is the On Point with Victor Show. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, thanks to the awesome listeners of the On Point with Victor show. We have a listener that uh, said that he believes that he's seen reports that the the Japanese plane I was talking about 
hit a uh, Coast Guard aircraft. And unfortunately, it looks like five or six of the crew, I believe, he's talking about the crew on the Coast Guard, uh, they were all killed, died. And the 376 oh. passengers mm-hmm. on the, all the, survived. All survived. Yeah, that I, I, I heard. But apparently the crew on the, oh man, that's awful that they hit the Coast Guard. Um, apparently it was a, a Dash 8 aircraft, so it was a regional turboprop. So, well, we need to find out why, how, how that, why did they collide? I mean, this is, look folks, we've had a lot of close calls, uh, across the United States, and I know this happened in Japan, but, um, we don't need this stuff to be happening here. And I don't, listen, I've got, listen, I, I, I'm not gonna tell you who, but I've got people that, that are, that are on the inside when it comes to some aviation stuff and when it comes to commercial, uh, airlines. And we don't know half of the close calls that happen in this country because they're never reported. Uh, so, and I can just tell you, I can tell you that we've had, there, there are close calls happening at our airports across this country and, um, we need to get it fixed. And unfortunately, when you've got a, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna be nice. When you've got a, a, a guy who can take leave and nobody notice that he's gone when that's your secretary of transportation. When you've got a man who believes he can breastfeed, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. Bad host. But no, but when you've got Buddha Judge who can take a leave of absence and nobody knows he's gone, that's our secretary of transportation. Yeah, I don't have high hopes that we're gonna figure out what's going on with airports. Uh, listen. Folks, we don't there we don't just need to change Joe Biden. Understand this. Understand this. We don't just need to change Joe Biden and take to, you know to not allow him to another 4 years of the presidency. Um we need to remove the democrat lunacy. We whether it's Donald Trump or Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis, we need some sanity to the White House. And yes, Donald J. Trump is sanity compared to I know he can say some things and he's got some tactic tactics that you don't like, but the man has great policies. The man has good policies. And uh, so Donald Trump would bring back much more sanity than than this current crop of Democrats. Um we need and, and it's not just the, the Oval Office that needs to change. All the the Secretary of Transportation, the Secretary of Defense, the 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 head of the armed force. I mean, all of the things, the generals and then the high places, and uh, these these heads of of de- of ridiculous departments like the EPA and so, these people all need to change, and they need to be appointed by a Republican conservative, and I'll say it, populist president. They need to be changed. Uh, we can't. We've got to get the Democrat hold of the establishment. We got to get the Democrats gone. We got to get them out. We have to break up the bureaucracy, because American lives are being put in danger every day because of the lunacy that is the left, the lunacy that is today's Democrat authoritarian party. We we we've got to break the hold. So uh, I'm just telling you, folks, listen, but that, that we've we got to be careful. We, we really do. And look, I'm going to get to you just in a minute. I'm going to get to an update on 2024 and the elections and everything. But but understand this. You're not just voting, uh, having to hold your nose, some of you, and vote for Donald Trump. You're voting for a complete change to put this country on the right track. And that's every the secretary again, Secretary of Defense, Secretary of Education, Secretary of Commerce, Secretary of of of, of, of just everything. Every department has got to change because right now the left, 
the authoritarian Democrats, they have their grip on everything. Every agency, every bit of the bureaucracy in Washington is being controlled by the authoritarian Democrats. And it's all going to um, crap in a handbasket, so to speak. Um, we got we to gotta get a fix. We got to get a fix before there's there's loss of life in this country because of incompetency. Because right now, a whole bunch of incompetent people are running this country. Uh, look at the Secretary of Health, <laughs> or, or whatever he is, she is, I don't know. But I'm sorry, when you can't figure out what gender you are, you probably shouldn't be running. And, and, and that's going to be a controversial statement, <laughs> I know, but I'm sorry. Uh, I want people who are competent in, in these positions that they have when, when it comes to government. And right now we've got a whole, but we've got probably more incompetency in government than we've ever had in the history of this country. And, uh, that says a lot. That says a lot. So man, I tell you folks, we got to do something. So, all right. You know, I, I mentioned Gen Zers earlier. <laughs> so, so let me pick on them a little bit more. Um, so there's an, there's an article out today that, uh, Gen Zers are, no, are just completely giving up on the American dream. They're not even trying. Because to them, the American dream doesn't exist. Now, if you're a Gen Zer and you're okay with just saying, oh, the American dream doesn't exist anymore, that ought to be a red flag for you. You ought to stop in your tracks and go, wait a minute, what kind of crap am I listening to? What kind of crap am I believing in? What kind of crap am I voting for? If I'm willing to just say the American dream is not alive anymore, there is no American dream, and you're okay with that. That's pretty messed up, folks. The American dream... Has, has lived for years and years and years. It's, it's the, it's the beacon of this country. It was the spark that set off the revolution in this country so that we could kick the kings, you know what, and get the Brits out of here. And we became independent. It was because of the American dream, the, the idea of an American dream. And then we've lived the American dream for 240 plus years or 230 whatever plus years. And now the Gen Zers are saying, well, no, there's no American dream and we're okay with it. Oh, Gen Zers, you got to wake the heck up. But this story is talking about how Gen Zers are saying, yeah, no more American dream. We don't want, we're not, we can't afford to buy a house. Therefore, we're just not going to buy a house. We're just going to say the American dream is dead. So because the Democrats, because the dementia patient and the Democrat authoritarian policies have priced you out of a house, you can no longer afford a house. You're just going to sit back and say, well, bye bye American dream. That's pretty messed up. Pretty messed up. But that's what's happening with Gen Zers. Now, here's the deal. And, and, and this is what I want to tell you because the Gen Zers are, 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 are willingly walking away from buying a home and they're starting to rent, they're renting homes. So the rental market's going, is going, the rental market's been going crazy for a while. But if you think your rent is expensive now, you just wait. You just wait because it's all part of the Democrat authoritarian plan. Now I've told you this, the authoritarian Democrats, what they want is they want you out of home ownership. The authoritarian Democrat party of today does not want you owning a home. They do not want you owning a vehicle. They want to control where you live and they want to control where you move. They want to control how you move. Trust me, folks, please don't doubt me. The Godfather used to tell you people all the time not to doubt him. And I'm telling you, don't doubt me either. Don't doubt me. The Democrats' plan is to get you out of home ownership and to get you out of car ownership. And they're doing it. They're doing it. Look what they're succeeding with Gen Z. They've got a complete generation here, the Gen Zers. They've got them convinced that they don't need a house. Why? Because they can't afford a house. 
Because why? The Democrats have made their policy so that it's making home ownership of unaffordable. And so what happens? You have to turn to being a renter. Now, what's going to happen next? The rental market is going to continue to go crazy and the prices are going to get higher and higher and higher. So eventually, eventually it's going to be cost prohibitive to rent a house. So what's going to happen? Your sweet little government, your Santa Claus, uh, Democrat authoritarian party is going to come along and say, nope, don't worry. We will have government housing that we will rent to you. You, the peasants will rent from us. We, the government, we will have government housing. Now, I know there's a HUD department, which there shouldn't be, but there is. So there's already Section 8 housing will be prepared for straight up government housing for everyone. Well, everyone that if you're a peasant, not not for the the elite. The elite will always own their homes. Al Gore will always have his big mansions. Joe Biden will always have his three beach homes or two beach homes or whatever it is. Pelosi will have her Florida home and her San Fran home. These people will always have theirs. But you the peasant you're going to be in government rental housing. That's where this is headed. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of you out there that are sitting back going, oh, Victor, you're crazy. Victor, why are you speaking conspiracies? Listen, folks, I am not speaking conspiracies. I'm not speaking hyperbole. I'm following the liberal. That's not liberal. The Democrats authoritarian logic. I'm following it. If you look at their policies, all of this is intentional. All of this is intentional. Driving the rates up to where you can't afford a house is intentional. Driving gas up so you can't afford a gasoline vehicle is intentional. Having shipping problems and, and, and supply problems with China is intentional. Uh, playing footsies with China and dropping tariffs so China doesn't have to pay anything and we do. All intentional. It's all intentional. They want you out of a car. They want you out of home ownership. They want you renting from the government. And then they want you, listen folks, don't think the EVs are where this is going. It's not. It's not. They're using EVs to get you out of a gas car. Once they get you in the EVs, then they can control what day you can charge and what day you can't charge. And then they can tell you, oh, we don't have the power supply to power all vehicles. We don't have the infrastructure because we don't. And then they start moving you out of your EV and into trouble, uh, government transportation. That's what they want. That's what they want. I am telling you, somebody archive what I am saying because uh, who knows? I may not be here when all of this happens, but this is the way the Democrats are taking this country. And if you allow the dementia patient and Kamala cackling Harris to be reelected, we're going to get there real fast. But we can slow this down. We can slow. I don't know if we can stop it. But we could darn sure slow it down by making sure that uh, either Donald Trump or Haley or or DeSantis. And look, I, I you guys know I'm not a fan of Nikki Haley. I, I look, well, let me rephrase that. I like Nikki Haley and I'd support her if she's the nominee, but I don't want her to be the nominee. I don't even she's not even my third choice. But I know she's she's doing decent in New Hampshire. Um, but I'm not worried about it because uh, Chris Christie is such a bozo. Chris Christie is such a, a narcissist whack job. He's not going to get out of the race, and he's actually holding Nikki Haley back, which, which ought to tell you Nikki Haley people. If, if Nikki Haley is dependent on Chris Christie's voters, do you really want Nikki Haley to be the nominee? I mean, I am sorry, but I'm just telling you, Nikki Haley is the George Bush. Nikki Haley is the, the Romney. Nikki Haley is, is either Bush. You name it. She's the McCain. And, and again, again, she would be better than any Democrat. She would be way better than any Democrat. And I would support Nikki in a heartbeat if she does somehow win the nomination. 
And, and I, I think Nikki Haley could make a fight for it if Chris Christie got out of the race. If Chris Christie got out of the race, Nikki Haley would, would, would actually make a race in New Hampshire. I don't, again, probably not going to change anything, but she would at least be able to put up a fight. But Chris Christie is too full of himself to get out of this race. So he's not going to do it. And unfortunately, Nikki Haley, who has no chance in Iowa, she's stopping DeSantis in Iowa. So these people are hurting themselves. All of them are making Trump inevitable. And again, I I am okay with Donald Trump 100%. I think the man deserves it. I do. I think the man deserves a second term. Um, so I'm okay with Trump. I'm okay with DeSantis. Uh, DeSantis would be my second choice. Uh, DeSantis is outstanding. Uh, he would be great. He, he would, he would be Trump without the, uh, mean tweets. Um, I think he'd be great. And, and again, if, if it's, uh, if it's Haley somehow, uh, I'd support her too. But again, I, right now we're in too big of a mess to have an establishment candidate. I don't want a Republican establishment candidate and that's Nikki Haley. That's why I, I'll just tell you, I, I would, I would want, Trump or DeSantis to be the nominee. And right now, folks, man, I'll just get into this. Folks, I mean, my goodness, here we are, second day of, of 2024 and uh, going into the election year, and Donald Trump is having the best polling he's ever had in his ever career, uh, which is since since 2016. And that's another thing right there, folks. When you can look at a guy who's only been in politics since 2016, uh, that's a, that's another reason to vote for that guy. Uh, because he's, he's, he's in the outside. He's not part of the, not part of the bureaucracy crap. He's not part of the career politician crap. So that's another reason to like him. Uh, but I'm telling you, but right now he's having the great poll. Now, now Trump's being helped by the third party candidates. There's no doubt about that. And this is part of the Democrat strategy. Like I said in the beginning of the show, they want Trump to be the nominee because they believe right now he's hypothetical. But when he's, re- when he is the nominee and he secures it, then they're going to dump on him, and they think people will go back to the dementia patient, and they'll leave RFK, they'll leave um, that that uh, West guy, you know, all the third party candidates. They think they'll go back to Biden. I don't think that's going to be the case, folks, because Biden has a record now. Biden has a failing record. Biden Bidenomics sucks, and and right now Trump is building steam. And if Trump, this is all he's got to do. All Donald Trump has to do is stop talking about 2020. Now, listen, I understand why he does it. There's an article out today in The Hill. One third of Americans believe that 2020 was stolen. One third of Americans believe that Biden did not really win in 2020. When you have that, now granted, a lot of that's Trump's fault and, and the, and the Trumpoids fault because they convinced these people that the, that the election was stolen, whether it was or not. Um, but Donald Trump going forward needs to stop talking about 2020. A positive message, talk about the issues, talk about Bidenomics, how bad it is for you. Be more populist like you were before, and he will win in a landslide. All right, folks, that's all we have time for today. Stay tuned. Locked and loaded with Roger B is up next. He's going to talk about guns, guns, and more guns, and we'll be back next week. Thanks, guys. Later. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.